It is so funky. Let's get funky. As we fade it out here, it's yeah, the yeah. it's the special edition of Modern Day Gladiator. So I had to use the special edition with the extra funky beat the in extra there. Extra funky beat here on Modern Day Gladiators. Again, I am your humble host, Michael Shibley. Greetings and salutations out there, everybody. Greetings and salutations. I love it. <laughs> That's so much. how I do this stupid intro every time. But we're gonna do something different. Of course, we have the usual show that comes out, but this is a special edition because college football is kicking off as we record this. <gasps> It's going on. It's Thursday. We got Clemson and Georgia Tech on the ACC network, which nobody has nobody access has. to. Yeah. Why would you? And then you've got, of course, you've got like Cincinnati and UCLA going at it. We got some great oh, stuff. But I'm in, again, your humble host, Michael Shibley, the ace of Tennessee sports podcasting, or at least as I like to call there, myself. There we go. <laughs> but we got a special guest in here as we're talking college football as we try and do some of these special podcasts during the football season. Mr. Trey Pack, you might know him from Haffel. Yeah, what's up, he, everybody? Yeah. He is here. Mr. I uh, actually played collegiate football. so uh, he, Well, something like that. Something, something like something that. Like that. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> we gave it a shot, buddy. We, yeah. we gave it the old... The old college trial, we'll say, and uh, we'll, we'll, I, yeah, we went to Roan State. That's right. That's, that's, that's hey, what ended up happening. You had more college football experience than I ever did. Oh, dude, dude yeah. yeah. Closest I ever came was like Row Nine in Neyland Stadium. So, we're <laughs> covering the orange and white games and actually being on the field. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> which was about as close as I got. See, like anything I ever did, like covering sports, because that, that's the other thing. With uh, when I got done playing, I covered sports, um, especially football, for a long time. Like I feel like being a fan of football and you get to be on the field watching something like that. Like I feel like if you never played, you just feel really great and it's really awesome. Every time I'm on a football field now, I just like feel sick. I'm like, God, why did I not do my homework? Like, why did I not run those sprints? And, yeah. now, and then you're washed up, and it's okay. It's okay because then you can come and you're uh, gonna be on Modern Day Gladiators. Talk on this glorious podcast. That's how we do things yeah. here. So, but we're gonna course talk. We've got. Of course, just a wonderful college football season ahead of us, as always. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Everybody still has hope, uh, well, except maybe if you're Miami. Miami oh, might yeah. not have hope yeah, anymore. Not at this point, yeah. so but Ugh. it again, you always look forward to this time of year. I know you do. It's oh, just yeah. it's great to we can hear Rocky Top umpteen times at the stadium. Is Dude, I like I, I work in the shadow of Neyland Stadium. Like it's. I will hear plenty of it, and that's oh yeah, no, it's it's the best time of year. Yeah, I, mean, I, I work downtown, so I can hear the fireworks on a right, nice delay. Exactly, yeah. From when they score, you can you can almost smell it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, be, you, you know, people always say you can like feel spring in the air. It's like it has nothing to do with fall. I just yeah. like smell like beer and like beer farts in the air. I'm like, oh, that's that's football. That's and exactly what this is. Bunch of idiots playing cornhole, exactly and being yes. terrible at it. So, but no, no, it's there's nothing like, especially in the South, man, in, in Knoxville, it, it there's nothing like this time of year. And we talk about it with the preview that I mean, the South has dominated college football. Yeah, for all the, I mean, you look at since what 2004 when USC won it right. last. Yep. 
And then since then, besides Ohio State winning what with Ezekiel Elliott in 2015, right? That's yeah. been it. It's been Southern teams since then. It's been even Texas, which I consider a Southern team. Yeah, oh yeah, it's and the southernmost state. All the SEC schools that have won it, and you've got Clemson and Florida State in yeah. there as well. So right. we we just do right now. We do college football better than anybody else. Yeah, we're not just saying southeastern. We're just saying southern. Southern, yeah. yeah. So, but let's. Speaking of Tennessee, because you not you and I are both huge Tennessee oh, yeah. fans, we we scare Terry and Chase away with exactly. our all of our vol knowledge, and oh, yeah. they just roll their eyes as we go five and seven again. Right. <laughs> They've yeah. got the Georgia yeah. Bulldogs yeah. who are in the top. Uh, it's, but, a, it's so bogus because I want to call them like uh, bandwagoners, but they're just not. No, they've God. been that way their whole life. I had them on Modern Day Gladiators last season, and uh, they talked about their fandom, and it's it's legit fandom, which is always right. good. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate, and I know you do. At least if you're going to be with somebody, be with them in the great times and the bad times. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I've been a Tennessee fan since I I went to my first game in 98, which was, (laughs) yeah, buddy. I was three years old, dude. It was badass. We were distancing ourselves in age. My first game was 1990. I was seven. (laughs) We played Temple. That's not true. My first game was in 97. Okay. uh, And I was... Whatever age I was, yeah, whatever age that was, because I, I did see Peyton play. Yeah, I, I saw Jesus in the temple. Of course, the, the the joke was always though. My parents went to a game because I was born in 1983, but they went to a game in 1982 uh, during the World's Fair. I was in utero, so I so like that's technically the first time I was ever at a game. But so my mom's water broke um, as she was le- that she had just left Neyland Stadium oh, wow. after a Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> that's that's uh, I was destined to be a modern day gladiator. Oh, absolutely, my goodness. We talk about yeah memories like that. I always mentioned in that 1990 game. We my dad had gotten tickets somehow, and I'd never been to a game, but we got to go to some extra thing like before the game, and I got to meet Lester McLean, the first oh, nice. yeah, yeah. African American to play at UT. Mm-hmm. Of course, as a seven-year-old, you don't understand the, what yeah, the, the gravity exactly. of that. But it was just really cool to see that, and I mean, he was he was great to me, and it was just mm-hmm. really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I was really fortunate. My dad uh, was in the part of the Southland Band for six years, like all through his master. I mean, <laughs> dude, dad was a band geek, but um, dad has been a season ticket holder since '85. Oh wow. That was a good year to start being a season ticket holder. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, as, as soon as he graduated, he started yeah. donating, and then they were like, well, do you want season tickets? He was like, of course. Yeah. Um, so I've been – I mean, I did. I missed three home games from 99 until 2012. I missed three home games. That's um, that's a good streak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's – well, I mean, I was a child, and my dad was like, get in the car. I'm yeah. like, All right, okay, yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. You to, what are you going to say, no? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to a Tennessee game. Well, yeah, well, I started when – I, when I got to be a, a junior and a senior and yeah. then started going through my own recruiting process, then right. I, I missed some games. Of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it was a it was a good stretch. I got yeah. to see some good games. I was there in one for Arkansas. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I've loved Jason Witten ever since. <laughs> I was there in 04 when we beat yeah. Florida. Oh yeah. See, I was at some of those games because I was a student at UT when right, that happened. Right. See, my dad and I, we never lived in Knoxville. We always lived around. My dad went to UT, but we right. lived in like Ohio, Maryland, Virginia Beach. So we'd yeah, always she... take a long weekend Ain't and go back. to a game. But we'd always go to like little games. But I did go to like Washington State in. 
1994, which was Peyton Manning's first ever collegiate yeah. start. Yeah. Nilo Sylvan on the reverse for the touchdown to win that game. Uh, I was there for the stumble and fumble, though, in 98. In 98 I was there for that our, one. Oh, that's insane. But then all those early 2000 and mid-2000s, I was at UT, so I saw all the home games, right. which was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, 0-4 is the one I can like still see. I can remember uh, who was our kicker then. Will Hoyt. Will Hoyt. Because yeah. he missed the extra point. Missed the extra point and then hits the field yeah. goal. I was it's... in the student section. My goodness, you did not want to know what they were saying about I mean, Will yeah, Hoyt. You take a kid that's like that's yeah. not going to make it to his dorm to yeah. like – now he's going to be. Yeah. He's of course, now you of have famous. adults who just tweet terrible things to college oh, students God. because that's what real fans do. We'll, they don't. We'll that's, get we'll get to yeah. that at some point. Oh, yeah. We'll, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about with that. Now, granted, Vol Twitter is my favorite oh, thing Vol in Twitter. the entire world. Hey, oh. it, it kept, it kept uh, 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 Greg Shiano, Greg Shiano we, from coming we, here. We so. saved the program, dude. <laughs> Um, I will take it. But let's talk again. We've talked about the great memories, but now we've, of course, got Tennessee coming into this season. They're yes. coming off a 5-7 and seven season where we had a chance to go bowling. I mean, you yeah. beat Missouri. You beat... Uh, you beat Vanderbilt. Beat Kentucky. Well, we did beat. I'm talking. You had the chance with beating oh. Missouri or Vanderbilt, oh, right, and that right, didn't right. happen. It was both of them. It was on the rock. Uh, it was on the racket, and we could not do it. We've lost to Vanderbilt three years in a row for the first time since the Calvin Coolidge administration. Jesus. So, but you've got teams where Tennessee. We've got a good recruiting class that came in. Yeah. But and you have it's weird because they've been talking about this since the spring and the football power index, which the calculation that ESPN has were fifteenth, which scares the hell out of me. That makes sense. I saw one today that was like the some you know, and it's it's just some dude sitting in his basement, like you know, calculating sabermetrics uh, and yeah, all that. Had us at twenty six. Which I, I think that's high. Yeah. That's super high. If we you know win the first three games and beat Florida, then we can worry about that. If we but. if we win the first three games and beat Florida and we're rolling into, you know, with Georgia, the undefeated boy <laughs> I'm gonna start buying. I'm gonna buy my playoff tickets. Oh, I don't even want to. I should be here for the Haffle show when Terry and Chase are oh, in here too for gosh, that. Gosh, I cannot wait. But we see all the talent we've got coming yeah. back, and I've talked about it, of course, on the regular edition of Modern Day Gladiators, where we've got great players at the skill positions. Garantano, I think, is going to be a very, really, really good quarterback. You've got Ty Chandler, who is a speedster. We've got that great stable of Jawan Jennings and Palmer and Callaway, those guys at wide receiver. Yep. And Wood Anderson, I think, could be a really good tight end. Mm-hmm. It's just the offensive line. Yeah, what, what? We, we got yeah. the best news in the entire world mm-hmm. today. Yeah, since since I had recorded the podcast, I recorded it on Tuesday. But since then, we got the news that Trey Smith yes. is back, which is great to see. And, of course, hopefully oh. he can play the whole season because he couldn't right. play all of last year. And again, he will just—he's a five-star recruit. He's been great when he's in there. Exactly, yeah, I it's mean, just that consistency bully, bullies people. And I'll say this, man: just from I played both sides of the line, mm-hmm. um, but predominantly offensive line. Yeah, when you have um, just that guy, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a tackle and you have that guard on your side, you don't have to worry about that gap, that yeah. inside gap anymore, because mm-hmm. you know it's taken care of. If you don't have that confidence, it, it's over. Yeah, I mean it's. Then you're getting just outran by this, you know, Davian Clowney coming yeah. off the edge, and Garantano's on his back. And we saw that so many times last season, where Garantano exactly. was spending so much of his time running for his life because the offensive line 
couldn't do anything. Right. Which is just uh, it's Tennessee has had such a tradition of having great offensive yeah. linemen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Trey Smith coming yeah. in, that was the next. I mean, even guys like Brett Kendrick, who's a Knoxville native, yeah. had like 40-something starts. But, you know, it's those guys weren't weren't great yeah. by any means. But Trey Smith is is truly great. Yeah, he, he's amazing. And I hope, again, that he's going to be healthy and be able to just blow out holes for these guys. Because one of the things that was frustrating for me as someone, again, watching all these games was some of the offensive play calling we had last year with our offensive coordinator. The best case I remember, too, was from Vanderbilt. Ty Chandler takes with the first play of the second yeah. half and runs 80 yards for a touchdown. Yep. And then the there's ball. like three series next where he doesn't touch the ball. It's, it's like, what are you doing? You've got a horse who can make something happen, and you're not letting him do anything. But we've got Jim Chaney coming in. Oh, yeah, the the master, the, the madman. So I'm really excited to see, and again, as, as Chase and Terry, of course, will point out when he was at Georgia, he can be sometimes on the more conservative side. But I think we need somebody who recognizes where the talent is oh, yeah. and get them the ball. Well, if you look at, at the years Chaney was here with, when he had guys like uh, you know Cordero Patterson and those guys worked him like a yeah. dog. And it, I don't know if you've heard the stories about, about Cordero Patterson. Not the brightest no, guy. No, 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 no. Did, did, Didn't know the offense. I, I heard anything. him talk, yeah. Yeah, you know, but what, you know. Made his millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a lot more money than I do. Yeah. I watched him take that end around against NC State in the Georgia. I mean, it was, you know, he's a yeah. great player. But, I mean, Chaney's one of those guys that will take someone like that and just work them to death, um, which is good because mm-hmm. if you've got those workhorses, you've got to use them. Yeah. But Tennessee's been, it's like been the tradition. I mean, we had Alvin Kamara as a backup yeah. <laughs> running the ball less than 10 times a game, and now he's arguably the best running back in, in football. It, it, it's it's just insane. We'll have to see. Again, I, I like where the offense is right now. And again, if that line can gel, yep. we can do something. I've always argued, and I've said this many times on the podcast before, you give me a great offensive line and a great defensive line, and even just average skill players, I'm going to win with that. Because yep. you just, right. as General Neyland always said, touchdowns follow blocking as night follows day. Exactly. And that's yep. how that works. But then we moved to the defensive side of the ball. We had bad news when we lost. Um, oh, what was his name? Let me grab the issue here, make sure I get the name right. We lost Emmett Gooden uh, yes. because of a torn ACL. ACL yeah. But we finally got good news where Aubrey Solomon, the transfer from yes. Michigan, got eligibility. It only took 250-some days. God, which is insane. That's, you know, this is a whole other conversation to be had. If he was a five-star quarterback, he would have gotten in immediately. But, yeah, yeah that's – we'll talk about that at some point. Oh, yeah. Um. But so we got the good help there on the defensive line. Linebacking, we'll have to see. Batuli is out at least for this game. Yes, yeah. Again, you're not going to need him to beat Georgia, Georgia State. State. No, I mean unless you just have something. T- we lose yeah. to Georgia State. At, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's not going to be a fun time. My goodness. And then of course you've got you know Thompson's out because he decided to make some threatening. Just oh my goodness. I, just don't, I don't. I don't. I don't even want to get on that rant. Yeah, right man. It's, which is one of our best cover corners. But the defense, I still think overall, is going to be better than it was last year. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. I, well, here's my thing with the defense is, and I hate because I, I wasn't a real big. On, I mean, to switch gears a little bit, like with Zion Williams and going yeah. to the NBA, people are like, oh, he's going to be the you know this perennial all star. It's like he's never played a game. So how can you feel that way? Yeah. But I feel that way about a freshman UT's guy, Elijah Simmons. I think. Is yeah, his name. I think that's his name. They call Pruitt calls him the junkyard. 
dog. I don't <laughs> know if you've seen he could like his whole goal, he was like, before I graduate high school, I'm going to dunk. This kid's six one, three fifty. And he looks like a junkyard dog and finally slammed one, like right before he graduated. That, that is, I mean, anybody who's six a big, one. Yeah. Anybody who's a big old school wrestling fan, too, knows about the junkyard dog yeah, back dude. in the day. Oh, man. But I think you put, I mean, again, just from playing offensive and defensive line, um, I, I think playing offense, you have to have a certain, you have to have an instinct that's yeah. different. With offense, you have to have an instinct to to protect people. I don't yeah. want to go blindside on you, but that that's what, you know, what it is. On defense, you just have to be insane. Yes. This is all defense yeah. takes is to be absolutely crazy. And, of course, they're going to run the 3-4 again, so that oh, yeah. should be really interesting to see yes. what yep. they do with that, with it, blitzes and coming in different ways. If, if you can put Elijah Simmons, they said he's the strongest player on the team. Yeah. Just put him in that, that Vince Wilfork spot at, at, at nose tackle and just let him eat up centers. Uh, I mean, he's going to be fun to watch. Clog up the middle. That's yes. how that works. But let's look at the schedule real quick and kind of see where we see Tennessee as a whole in, in, in this. Because, again, the the goal I see it as is getting back to a bowl game. Right, that of course. Sh- that yes. should be your basic expectations for this. I mean, you only have to go 6-6. Six and six, And the schedule right. is a lot more favorable this year than it was last year. You don't have a West Virginia. You've got, of course, Georgia State, which we definitely think should be a win. Tennessee should be 3-0 going to Florida. Agreed. You've got BYU, who is playing Utah tonight in the right. Holy War. So, yeah, we'll see. Which I still think is hilarious that they're starting the uh, beer sales oh, that's, that's <laughs> a, when the Mormons are in town. Oh, I can't wait to bounce that night. It's going to be so bad. Oh, my goodness. And then, of course, you've got uh, Chattanooga after that. So, Tennessee should be 3-0. Yes. Yep. Now, now, when you look at everything, even though, again, what happened with Florida and Miami, right. I, I don't know if Florida should be ranked where they are. I do think, again, they Florida and Miami both played like two teams that had to play a week earlier yeah, than everybody exactly, else. Exactly, yeah. Was not ready. They get a week off, then Florida's back into the grind. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be ready. I, I personally just don't see Tennessee winning that game my th- my from thing here. With, my thing with Florida is this – I don't like – you know, I don't follow Florida football or anything. Yeah. But just – I mean – even being the football fan that I am, they their whole team just doesn't seem to have any discipline at all. Right. I mean, how they've had at least a dozen kids kicked off. Like, not just like practice players. They've had kids that played you know hundreds of snaps last year yeah. that are not even on the not suspended. Yeah. No, they're gone. Dan Mullen, he was a disciple of Urban Meyer, and well, exactly, exactly. Urban Meyer had Aaron Hernandez. So exactly. we'll just say that. Um, but then, of course, you've got Georgia, which again. As much as I would love to just taunt uh, Chase and Terry with, with with that Georgia, I mean I've I've got them, and we'll talk more about this later. I've got them as a playoff team, yeah. so I mean G- Georgia's got everything in the world going for them right now. Yeah, I just I think they've got bad juju. I do. Just I I, I want Karma to catch up with them. Cade Mays leaving home is it, just not. <laughs> it's got to catch back up with them at some point. But we, hey, yeah. you uh, almost had a son. His little brother, and we'll yep. have him next year. Yep. But uh, no, that, are we going to get this shit kicked out of us? Absolutely. Yeah. But the karma's got to catch up with him exactly. eventually. But the big game, I think, in October is going to be. Well, you got two games because you've got yeah, you've got that Florida Georgia thing, but then you've got Mississippi State, mm-hmm. which again is a team they're going to have a good defense. Bob Shoop, yeah, oh, who yeah. was here. 
and the defense was terrible. But now he has the best defense in the country and won the best coordinator of the year. So <sighs> I don't like, think that was Bob Shoup's fault. You know, it's, it's just like Cheney. Like yeah. Cheney was was so so here yep. and then went to you know Georgia and was yep. and it, uh, just how it happened. So again, that's one of those games where you you want to go to a bowl game. You got to win a game like yes. that. Um, you've got it at home because then you got to go to Alabama the week after that. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which again, we'll which is our, let's just put an L by that. We'll take our baptism. Uh, yeah. Then you've got South Carolina, which again could be one of those toss-up it's games. Exactly. It's at home, where again Tennessee should have the advantage. Yeah. Um, and then you've of course got uh, you finish out the season uh, UAB at Kentucky at Missouri. And then home against Vanderbilt, where if you're wanting to be the Tennessee team that you should always be and strive to be when you go back to Johnny Majors and Philip Fulmer, it's beating the crap out of Kentucky and Vanderbilt all the time. Missouri should be down there. Now, they do have Kelly Bryant, the Clemson transfer. They're going to have an offense that's, I think, going to be amazing. Drew Locke? Well, Drew Locke was there last year. Last year, And now Kelly Bryant is there. They just reloaded. Yeah. Is what's crazy. The offense is crazy. They've got Derek Dooley as their offensive coordinator. Just lighten it up. (laughs) Of course. Of course they do. It's going to be like we got Bob Shoup at Mississippi State, Derek Dooley. It's going to be the ghosts of coordinator and head coaches past. Well, Butch is still at Alabama last night. Yes. an unpaid intern yeah, or whatever because yeah, we're paying his salary. Gee, so, but again, I I see five and seven or not. I'm sorry, seven and five as where Tennessee is. I see him then going to probably like the Music City Bowl or something along those yeah, lines. I think if you can go in there and you can beat a Mississippi State and you can beat a South Carolina, um, then I think you can get you can get to eight and four. I think I yeah. really believe that because I, I mean the whole Vanderbilt thing. I mean. That's their whole season at this point. Yeah, but that's gotta run out. You know, you've won the last three in a row. Like they're not. It's not. They don't feel like the underdog anymore. So they're not going. I mean, I think we kicked the crap out of them yeah. this year. I would. I would love to see that. Just because I'm. I'm tired. It's Vanderbilt. You know. That's What's why this? General Nealon was brought in back in the day to right. even the score with Vanderbilt, and now we're having to do that again. What's this? Well, I, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just like if your little brother knocked you out, one, you know, one yeah. time. It's like you know, yeah. he thinks he, you know. But they've done it three him. times in a row now, which is the problem. <sighs> no, nah, I think what I think if we can beat a Mississippi State, as long as Kentucky stays Kentucky and they're yeah. not randomly ranked ninth in the country, yeah, um, and beat a South Carolina. I mean, eight and four is is where I want to be. Yeah, but maybe nine and three. Maybe we sneak into a, right. you know, a, a real decent bowl. So, but I'm excited for the season as always. We're looking forward to it. And again, yeah, seven and five, get into a bowl game. Eight and four would be great, and that would just again help with the recruiting yes. going in. It's, and, next, it's more practice for these and, young guys. Yeah, give them that practice because they really need it for crying out loud. So that's where we've got Tennessee. But let's talk about, of course, the I still think top to bottom best conference no, in the country. It's, not it's not the SEC. I've got Georgia and Alabama coming out of the East and the West. Who do you, who do you see? Is it is it them or do you think anybody can challenge them? I think the only challenge. I mean, it's going to be Georgia coming out of the East unless Florida just does. I mean, unless they just have one of those crazy yeah. like Tebow's freshman year that mm-hmm. you know they find something like that. Florida. I mean, that would be their only chance. Um, but coming out of the West, I mean, it, it's been Alabama, but you might have an LSU sneak in there. 
Uh, I don't think Auburn's got a chance this year like they have in years past. Well, I think the big detriment to me for Auburn, because Auburn's got probably the best defensive line oh, yeah. in the country. They they are going to be amazing this season. And then they've got all five starters coming back on the offensive line. So, again, we talk about line play. Of course, they've got a true freshman at quarterback. Right. What I think could just bite Auburn is the schedule. Yeah, their schedule, they've got they're starting at or, or versus Oregon in the Jerry in Jerry World. Right, they're in Arlington to start the season, and they've got a f- future NFL first round draft pick and quarterback in Herbert. Right. But then it's at Texas A and M, at Florida, at LSU, and then versus and then they host Georgia and Alabama. Those are just some of the games that they've got this season. They could start the season zero and four, and yeah, and you couldn't bat an eye. Right, you yeah. just couldn't, and that's. That's I mean, there's just no way that they're yeah. you know going into an Alabama game later in that season and coming out with it. And even and even if they lose to Oregon, you know those fans are ready to start passing around the till yeah. f- for Gus's buyout <laughs> because right. they they were complaining about that last season. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I think Auburn could get in a, a, a that Tennessee you know coach uh, carousel yeah, just of like if they don't watch themselves. Yeah, hire, hire somebody. Yeah. They they suck for three years. Hire somebody else, and that's. We never should have got rid of Fulmer. Dang, I just should have <laughs> no, left him. No, we could shoot. We could do a whole podcast <laughs> on that. But you, yeah, Auburn again. They could win. They could be one of those like teams where they've got three losses, but they're a team you don't want to play. Oh, of I course, mean, they could yeah. even be going into that Alabama game with three losses, but look amazing. But it's just because of the schedule exactly. that they've had. Yeah. So that's amazing. You look again, LSU, of course, their whole season almost hinges around November 9th at Alabama. Of course. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's the that's big that's one for game. them. But you've got Joe Burrow, who has become a, at least a competent quarterback. Right. It's weird to see with you know guys like the running backs, the great running backs, like yeah. Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis that LSU has had yeah. Over the years, and they look really thin at running back, which is amazing for them. Yeah, they might be a pass happy offense, which, which could is so be odd, that's yeah. so weird to see with LSU. But again, they've got four starters back on the offensive line, and again, I will give that and protect yeah. Joe Burrow. He's going to be able to throw the ball, so I yeah, think that's yeah. going to be big. You look at Texas A and M; they're another team that could do stuff. Kellen Mond has shown he's a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher, they're paying him $7.5 million a year. Right. So you're expecting results. He's done really well on the recruiting trail. Again, it's all these teams we're talking about, are they just going to be able to <coughs> break through and beat Alabama? I don't, and that's the big thing. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, just, I mean, I think that... I, and I have no you know animosity or anything saying this. I think that Nick Saban is... Bar none, the the has the best system and the he is the best coach in, in football. Period. Yeah, and he's he's great at it. Um, we'll we'll talk again. What if he can get back and win the championship when we talk about the playoffs? But I mean, just what they did and and, and are doing, it's just amazing to see. And again, they start the season pretty pretty good for them too when you look at their schedule they're playing duke in atlanta and right. this david cutcliffe's going to come up with a couple of ideas i think i personally uh, even though the spreads like 30 points or something right. like that i still think duke can hang around at least for the first half because oh, yeah, cutcliffe's a damn good coach no, i don't i don't know if you know this yet, but that was the big uh I, I was in real close contact with cutcliffe in high school his wife is actually from harriman um and graduated with my dad uh no cutcliffe if it coming out of high school if I could have played for, I mean, if Alabama offered and Tech, you know, all these great Notre yeah. Dame, all these great schools offered, I would have 
if everything would have worked out correctly, yeah. I would have went to Duke because I wanted since I was in middle yeah. school, I wanted to play for David Cutcliffe. Yeah, and Cutcliffe. I, mean, I mean, he's a great coach. Yeah, he's he's the one of the smartest, not just football, but one of the smartest yeah. human beings I've ever interacted with. Yeah. I mean, I, and I've known him since I was a kid. Um, but just watch, just watching yeah. him up close coach a football game is it's insane yeah. duke doesn't have the talent that they've had the last couple of years when they've right. been more of a contender but i still think duke is a bowl team uh, oh, yeah. and again alabama has a history of just blowing out this first opponent no matter who it's been well, they've yeah. kicked the crap out of all of them but then you've got new mexico state at south carolina southern miss and then old miss that's a really yeah, comfortable start to the season for them. Yeah, they're, pl- they're playing Hoover game yeah. six, you know. Like, and then and then they get a week off, and then they're at Texas A&M. So they're coming to Texas A&M off a bye. Right. Which is great. And then, of course, Tennessee, Arkansas, that, and then and then the LSU game at Mississippi State, Western Carolina, at Auburn. Their schedule sets up very nicely yeah, for no, them. That's Alabama is, is – Yeah. They're going – That's the issue. Crazy. They're mm-hmm. going undefeated. They're – Yeah. There's no, I mean, I hate it. I've hated him yeah. my entire life. But, it, I mean, he just reloaded. That's, yeah. all, that's all he did. Now, they did lose Moses at linebacker, but again, he talks about being thin at linebacker. Nick Saban, of course, talking about he's that. He's got nine five stars. Yeah, but he's got enough parade All Americans to have a parade. It's, right. it's, it's amazing to see. Yeah. Oh, my God. I lost a five star. Oh, I guess I'll just take this other five star recruit yeah. and put him in there. So that's been. And that, when I look at the future of football, that is when I think Alabama will fall off the wagon. Um, is that they recruit too well? Yeah. Does the, eventually these kids will see and they're like, I'm never going to touch the field there. I've got we yep. got to spread this around. Yep. And even though so many of these people leave, he just reloads back. I, I keep waiting for the time, almost like Calipari at Kentucky, where he gets these guys, but just every once in a while they just don't gel and they yep. end up kind of being eh for a Kentucky team. Like this, yeah, this past year. Yeah. In, in, with Kentucky basketball. Yeah, no, that's – I just I don't think we – in the next – as long as Saban is coaching, we will not see a, an Alabama team fall outside the top five. Yeah, and we might not – Tennessee might not beat them until then it's, anyway, which is – this is too long of a streak at 12. It's never right, been that it, long, but – Yeah, no, it's – it's what it, it mostly hasn't even been close, which is it depressing. Blows we used to we used to blow them out. Like that oh was, yeah, that was like an an easy game. Yeah, when that, Manning was there, and then the guys after gosh. him. Yeah, absolutely. And then it it just goes in cycles, which is upsetting. But to pick the SEC, I've got Georgia and Alabama, and I've got them. I'm, I'm picking an upset, if you want to call it that. I think Georgia does finally get over the hump and beat them in the... Now, both of these teams, I think, are going undefeated. So, really, the SEC championship game, to me, I don't think means really anything to them because I think they're both going to make the playoffs no matter right. who wins or who loses. Uh, but I do have Georgia winning. If they're both undefeated going into the SEC championship game, yeah. Now they're, yeah. They're, I mean, it does. you're exactly right. In my opinion, in the playoff has been such an amazing thing because I remember you know, five years ago that yeah. was the national championship. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and, but I, I think, yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. I do think it's Alabama-Georgia, but I, I just don't think that Georgia gets over the hump. Yeah. I just don't. Alabama is too good, and they've always been to. And Saban is, is as long as Saban is there, I don't think anybody is beating them. And I thought that last year, but Clemson yep. got over the hump. Mm-hmm. So I mean, 
I've definitely been wrong before. All right. Well, let's go. Before we start picking the winners for the and showing um, who we've got in the playoffs, let's just go down some of the games we've got week one. I think, again, Tennessee versus Georgia State. I've got Tennessee. It's, I think the line's 26. I've got them winning by four touchdowns. The game yeah. shouldn't even be uh, uh, in doubt going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. We should have no problem with that. I would love to see a Garantano like just hit a few bombs. Love to see, mm-hmm. you know, just let, let's let's make a statement. You yeah, know what I mean, let's just show we're ready to. Let's, let's not have an Appalachian State no. where they come out and play with us. Ugh, that was weird. That was really weird. Such a weird. Yes. Those whole first four games are weird. Yeah. But we've got some good games this week. We talked about, again, we talked about uh, Duke and uh, Alabama. One of the interesting ones is Ole Miss at Memphis. I've got Memphis winning that game. I think they're a better team top to bottom than Ole Miss is right now. Yeah, what's what's Ole Miss's coach's name? He's I know he's a homer. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he's got he's got um what has he got? He's got Rich Rodriguez mm-hmm. as his offensive coordinator, yes. Mike McIntyre, the former coach at Colorado, as his, his defensive DC, coordinator. Yeah. I, Luke I just, Fickle, I think is his name. Like, I, just don't, I don't think he's the guy, man. I mean, no, I think they picked him because again, the probation was staring him down the barrel, right. and they needed somebody. They needed a face, and yeah. and you know, it's just. I don't know, yeah. man. He, I just don't think he's the guy. I think they were looking to do anything to get yep. people back in seats. Yep. But, you know, whatever. We'll have to see. Northwestern at Stanford. Uh, Stanford's 25th ranked. Again, this is a battle of the brains. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. And a couple of seasons ago, it kind of derailed Stanford's season when yep. you talked about it. Um, with, they lost at Northwestern. But I think Stanford, and again, both of these teams can contend in their division. But right. I, I like Stanford. It's at home. I like them to get the yeah. win. Yeah, man, Stanford is always just that we I mean, Toby Gerhardt a few years ago. I mean, they've yep. always just got these staple. I mean, yeah. their offensive line is huge. Mm-hmm. It, it they've brought, always got an all-American tight end. Yeah, which is it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just bananas, but I mean, and that's the thing with which is why Duke has been doing better recently. Um, those guys are smart, and yep. that does translate, you know, everybody thinks football players are, are big dumb morons, but I promise you those smart guys <laughs> Definitely, uh, it helps you out out there. It does, definitely. Uh, we look at some of the other games. Uh, of course, South Carolina, North Carolina. I think that game's in Charlotte. It's I've a fun game. St- it should be really fun. I've still got South Carolina getting it. I think Will Muschamp's going to clamp down on the defense by the end, even though South Carolina's defense has not been great no. the past couple of years. But Muschamp's still a defensive guy. What's that quarterback at South Carolina? Brantley. Brantley. I always want to call him from. From <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Brand- Brantley's just insane, man. Yep. The arm he's got on him is, is just incredible. So, yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, it's just like, you know, Spurrier, South Carolina teams. They've got yep. a quarterback to sling the ball around. Yeah, I mean, I think they, yep. they'll beat North Carolina. Virginia Tech-Boston College, an interesting ACC matchup. I still have Hokies getting that win, yeah. even though it's at Boston College. Oh, yeah, for sure. Boise State, Florida State, it was in Jacksonville, but just today because we've got the hurricane that's right. coming, uh, Dorian – I think uh, they're moving it back to Tallahassee, so now it's a Florida State home game. Okay. I still had Florida State winning this game, yeah. but I, I, I figured it'd be pretty close. But now, definitely, I've got them winning because it's in Tallahassee. They're doing it in Jacksonville as opposed to it's Idaho. still a it's glorified still a, home game. It's a game. home game, but yeah, yeah, I mean, this and and that, even doing those neutral side games, even if it's in your home state, yeah. Uh, as a player, I mean, you're you're still having to travel. Yep. You're, it's you're not sleeping in your own bed. I mean, those Florida State guys are literally going to sleep in, yeah. you know, have their own pillow that they, mm-hmm. yeah, no, they're, oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll kill boys, you say. You've got Georgia at Vanderbilt. So we'll see again, Georgia starting this mission that they've got. Yeah. And again, at Vandy, 
still could be interesting at least to start with maybe for a half. But I, I would love to see – I mean, Georgia will beat them, but I yeah. would love to see Vanderbilt come out and play with them. Yeah. And, and Derek Mason come out and, and with that, that you know, uh, that broad – you know, whatever. Yeah. That's just – yeah, no, I want to see him come out and and, yeah. and hit them in the mouth. But you know, they'll lose the fight. But I'd love to see him get a punch. Yeah. That would that would be good. Yeah, to yeah. knock him down at least once would be really interesting. Um, of course, the big game, the only matchup between ranked teams over the weekend, Oregon and Auburn, happening there at Jerry World. I've got Auburn winning, but again, I think this could be a really good game. I think it could oh, be yeah. exciting. A matchup from, what, the 2009 National Championship yes, yeah. game, which was, was fun. Um, but again, Oregon, so much seems to be riding on the Ducks where if they win this game and they could make a run, and the schedule can set up for Oregon to make a run in the Pac-12, right. they could carry this to a playoff berth. But I, I just, it, I think if they lose, I don't think the Pac-12 top to bottom is great enough for yeah. them, even if they run the table. If you've got Georgia and Alabama, even if one of them has one loss, getting into the playoff exactly. over them. So. Especially when Georgia, you know, if, if Oregon's loss is to Auburn and then Georgia and Alabama, you know, just kick the crap out of them. Yep. Then yeah, no, yep. you're you're gonna take Oregon's gonna, but they'll be one of those teams that ends up fifth or sixth that they're like, man, they should have been in there. Yep, exactly. Again, I've I've been a big playoff guy. Give 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 me eight teams. The five conference uh, champions all get into the playoff, and, three at, and then three at large. And one of them, if they get to a ranking uh, of the group of five, put them in as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I think it's a lot of football. Yeah, you got these guys going. You know, if we were paying yeah. them, sure, but yeah. we're not. So. Of course, the FCS guys all play in a playoff too. But I think they play one less game over the season. I'd have to double check that with the one double A guys. Yeah, I think if you took out the conference championship altogether, which yeah, I, I'm, I would be I'm fine not with a that. fan yeah. of. Yeah, take out the conference championship and do an eight game playoff. That's fine. But I mean, you're looking at you know if you are in the SEC. I mean, you're looking at what seventeen games? Yeah. With it. yeah, that's that's too much football, dude. Yeah, that's it's a lot. To not be getting paid? No, nah, that's too much. Football. I would love. Yeah, of course we love football, so oh, it, yeah, it's for, always fun. Yeah. For us, yeah, it's yeah. Like, for, for those guys, who knows? Yeah, uh, of course. Then you've got Notre Dame, Louisville, which I think Notre Dame is just going to blow out Louisville. Louisville's coming yeah. back from whatever the heck happened to them last season, and then you've got Houston at Oklahoma. I think this could be a very high scoring yeah. game. Dana Holgerson Shoot is there. Out. King is a really good quarterback at Houston but then of course you've got Oklahoma with uh with Jalen Hurts there now yeah. at quarterback so I still like yeah. Oklahoma yeah, in that they one just it's just gonna be points dude, and more points yeah, yeah. yeah they went from Baker to to Kyler Murray and now Jalen. that's <laughs> I mean how how lucky can you be that's that's great yeah any anybody would kill for that but let's as we wrap up here let's run down our uh conference champions who we think let's start with the ACC um, I've got Clemson winning. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, they've got even in the football power index. I think they've got like an eighty percent chance to win the conference. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, how down the ACC is. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at who you know who's going to compete with them, yeah. it's it's like Florida State. Yeah, and we're talking about Florida State losing their opener. It's yeah. Duke mm-hmm. in, in here in the past couple. Of years. Yeah. It's just nobody stands a chance. It's and that's why the the SEC is the absolute yeah. bet because. We're talking about, you know, five or six potential teams. 
You look at the ACC. It's it's just Clemson. Yeah, it's it's ju- and the offense that they have, Etienne and Trevor Lawrence and all of them. They're just it's amazing to watch. So right. yeah, they lost so much on the defense, but I'm not going to doubt Brett Venables and that defensive. Yeah, the offense will be just fine until the defense can come around, and I think the defense is going to be deadly by the right. end of the season. They do have Texas A&M. But it's in it's in Clemson, yeah. So. And then they've got Syracuse, who has given them fits the oh, last yeah. two years. They beat them two years ago. That's their Vanderbilt. Man. Yeah, I mean that's like yeah. that's, Syracuse that's is going to Syracuse like Dino Babers. I really like Dino Babers as a coach. Well, Syracuse is, is ranked right now, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is just barely, you know, but yeah, bananas, but yeah. I mean, that's better a, than us. A huge deal for mm-hmm. you know for that program for sure. Yeah. So I've got them. I've got them beating Miami. I've got Miami coming out of the other division for what yeah, it's worth. Yeah, but, I got yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, who's Clemson beating it? All of them. Yeah, literally everyone. The the Big Ten. I've got. Um, I've got Michigan. I I just the only reason I'm picking Michigan is because Ohio State's got a, a rookie head coach, and they've got you know Fields. I think is going to be a very good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, from what we saw of him when he was at Georgia, yeah. he's going to be very good. I just I just see Har- Harbaugh has to do it now because no. if he's not, if he's if he's not going to do it, then then he he's not going to do it. Uh, so I've got them, and I've got I've got Wisconsin coming out of the other side of that. Um, have you seen Michigan State's in that same conference? They're correct? in the same division. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would take Michigan State over Michigan. Harbaugh's never going to do it, dude. He's yeah. I, I don't think he, he's just like you know I don't think he's the guy. He's just not. He's not a Saban. He's he's I don't, I don't know. I, I think I would take Ohio State and Michigan State over Michigan. We we will definitely see uh, Michigan State. They've got a great defense, but they have nobody on offense. Right, like man, that's anytime. No matter what the spread is, it's almost like pick the other team right, for, <laughs> against yeah. Michigan State. Yeah. Um. So th- that's what I've got. And then again, the West is wide open. A team to look out for Minnesota. PJ Fleck, I think, is a really good coach. Minnesota's been steadily on the rise, and the schedule opens up for them nicely to gain confidence, which right. is always a big thing. Uh, you move to the Big Twelve. I've got Oklahoma. Yeah. But instead of Texas, because everybody just thinks they're going to play Texas again, and I think Texas is great, Iowa State. I've got Iowa State meeting them in the Big 12 championship. Uh, Matt Campbell, I think, is a great coach. He was one of the guys I I wanted to have the Tennessee job when it it came open. Uh, And again, they've got some great talent there. I'm looking forward to that. If Iowa State could finally get past Iowa... Right, for that Cyhawk trophy. That's just insane. That would be the big thing for them in the early season to help there. Um, yeah, man, I don't. I think with with Oklahoma, it, it, I almost feel about Oklahoma the same way I do about Clemson. It's like there's there's nobody yeah. coming out of the Big Twelve that's going to beat them. Yeah. And then the Pac twelve, we've got I've got Oregon, even a Washington and Stanford. I really think are going to give Oregon fits because I I don't think Oregon, no matter what they do against Auburn, I think someone there is going to beat them. But I still think Oregon yeah. wins the Pac twelve. Uh, and then I've got them beating Utah, who I think could be really good. Oh, we'll yeah. see what happens tonight in the Holy War against right. BYU. But I think Utah, they finally broke through. They'd always been so close to winning the Pac-12 South. They finally did last year. Lost to Washington, mm-hmm. but they still got there. And I think, again, they're going to get there. They've got the 
just top to bottom in that division, which is wide open with yeah. who who the heck wants it. I think they want it more than the rest of them. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, the Pac-12 is definitely. I think Oregon takes it, but they're the most balanced, you know, conference that mm-hmm. we've got. I mean, they're going to be the most fun to watch. Yeah. week to week, you don't know. You know that that'll shift up just tremendous. Good old Pac-12 after dark. Of course, exactly. <laughs> so which is how the Big Twelve used to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. But oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the defense I think is going to be better though this season than it's been. Their, their defense came up last season. I think it's going to be even better this season in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. Of course, then Mike Leach could just throw all that out the window. Who oh, knows at this point? He's my favorite coach in football. Oh, he's great. God. Man, when there was rumors so, that he was coming here, dude, I was so excited. Yes. That's funny. You know, we, we may never win a national championship with him, but if he's slinging up 70 points a game. At least be fun. Yeah, be yeah it's fun to watch, exactly. Yeah, if you can't be good, be interesting. Exactly. So let's talk about, real quick, our picks for the playoff, and then we'll get out of here because I know we both got jobs we got to get to. Yeah. Um, but let me give you my four first, and it looks a lot like it was two years ago. I've got Georgia, I've got Alabama, I've got Oklahoma, and I've got Clemson. The only reason, as much as I want to put Jim Harbaugh and Michigan in there, I just don't trust him mm. enough to get it done. And I don't see, if something happens out in the Pac-12, I don't think the toughness of their schedules can get a Pac-12 team in right. there. I also see Notre Dame, they've got a really tough schedule this year. Yeah. And I just don't see them going undefeated and getting in. Or even with one loss. I think Notre right. Dame would... I think Notre Dame's going to have two or three losses. Still be a really good team, but I just don't see them with that schedule. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I mean, I think Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson are your – I mean, unless something something I'm praying for every day happens to Georgia. uh, I mean, mean, yeah, they're going to make it. But that fourth spot, and as it has been in years past, is so wide open. I think you'll get like an Oregon or a Washington in that spot, though. I think we're going to get somebody a little because it. What what was Washington last year? Fifth, and they missed out on it and should have been there. It was it was kind of a toss up with with them. I think the problem is they struggled earlier in the season, right, so they right. got better as the season went on. If you had an eight team playoff, I would not have wanted to play Washington. By exactly. The end of it. Yeah. So I think you'll get, you know, with them voting on that now, I think you'll get a Washington or an Oregon in there. Just mm-hmm. you got to spice it up at some yeah. point, man. But hey, I think you'll get one of them in there just because we haven't yet. Yeah, yeah the Pac-12 has, and I, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, I don't think have been in it in the last like two, three years. Like no. they haven't had a represent representative. So we'll see. I do have Clemson beating Alabama. I think for whatever reason, I just feel like Dabo Sweeney has got Nick Saban's number for some. I mean, yeah, they've gone back and forth. They've each one have won two in the playoffs, but I think Dabo and that offense with Trevor Lawrence at yeah. quarterback, and he is fun to watch. I've just got them getting the win, even though I know Alabama has that just, it's not even a chip. It's a boulder on their shoulder. Yes, yeah, and that's here's my thing with that, man. If you if you put a gun to my head and said name three Alabama players right now, I couldn't do it. But I know they're gonna be there. Yep. Which that's what makes me think. You know, Clemson's got the the Trevor Lawrence. They've got the T Higgins. That you know they've got these guys. Um, I, I'm gonna take Alabama just because I, I am a homer and yeah. I think that. <laughs> I, I think I don't know, man. There's, there's something different down there in Tuscaloosa, dude. There just is. I, I don't know what because they. I mean, Clemson kicked the ass. Something was not right in that championship game, man. So I think 
I think Nick Saban comes back with a vendetta, and I think Alabama wins it all, and they win big. All right. Well, those are our picks, and Trey, it was good. It was fun doing this. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely going to have to get together yeah. uh, every couple of weeks or whatever, depending on, of course, our wonderful schedules uh, and how all that goes. Yeah, we'll be back. Life gets away. But that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Modern Day Gladiators. Of course, like, subscribe, share, wherever you get us for on sure, all the great things, five-star reviews, all that stuff. Thanks again to Joe Shirt, yep. JoeShirt.com. Any great T-shirt ideas you have, check them out out there uh, otherworldly coffee otherworldlycoffee.com uh, any of the just like the mothman blend and the and yeah. the and the uh, bigfoot blend all those great the things firebird dude it's like oh, yeah. there's crack in that see i'm not a coffee guy you guys have all had it and dude, i know it's I amazing try. i'm not a coffee i'm a guy that loves cream and sugar if you can't tell by looking at me but like <laughs> i had it and they they don't man so i just had a little bit i was yep. like man this is about to be so bad and i drank the whole cup man it it's was amazing so good. i love to hear that and of course uh if you go there at checkout at otherworldlycoffee.com if you use the code outlander you're gonna get 20 percent off which is amazing. We've got some other great stuff. I can't read all of it. We got some glare here. Yeah, man, we, we got, got a, we got Onada Zombie Fest coming up on October twelfth. Um, we're, you know, we're really excited about that. Um, we've also got some wrestling stuff coming up. We've got NGW, uh, the Hangover in Newport, Tennessee. And I'm not. I can't remember that other event. Definitely, uh, and also that's KFW Black Harvest at yes. September 20th in Severeville. Yeah, we got New Jacks coming to that man. <laughs> that should be. I'm, I'm horrified. I didn't even know who that was, but yeah. New Jacks has tried to kill people. So yeah, yes, be there for that. Um, and definitely check out uh, Black Cat <laughs> uh, Curiosities and Oddities in yeah. Oneida, Tennessee, which is just amazing. We love having them. Oh yeah, so. no, for sure. Yeah, we we got to meet those guys at some of the conventions we've done. Or I mean, they've been knowing them, but I, I got to meet them, and, and they're so cool, man. That's awesome. And as always, check out uh, Haffle. Yep, I'm not going to say the real name. No, uh, no, just, we can't. This is a family just, show. Just yeah. Haffle. Uh, <laughs> find it on outlettermedia.net, man, yeah. and uh, check us out. And you can check out uh, my real thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. But no, definitely check you know everything that Outlander Media Network's got to offer. We've got them all there. It's got everything wherever you got it. Uh, Deadbeat Radio, DLC Respawn, uh, Scared Stupid, yeah. all the great shows with Chris Bell. Uh, so looking forward to it. We were hanging out at CreepyCon, and he got some great interviews oh, there. Yeah. So it's, look forward it's so to that. so much fun. All right. Well, Trey, let's yeah, do it again next time we yeah. get a chance. But for, for Trey sure. Pack, I'm Michael Shibley. Adios. Too sweet. Love you. Too ya. sweet. See you. <laughs>